indeed. What is up, everybody? Chad Brock here, and we are back with the 25th edition of Jackson Kayak Doc Talk. Let's play that beautiful intro. What is up, everybody? Welcome. I hope that had sound for everybody. I couldn't hear a thing. Could you hear anything? Yes, I, I could. I could definitely hear the music rumbling there. So I could not hear the music rumbling. So I don't know. It must be on my end. But uh, yeah, man. So like, we've got more guests coming. They're getting <laughs> off work. They're, they're filing their way. I'm getting some messages. All right. So uh, you get a lead off, man. You're like our lead off hitter tonight. So Adam, <laughs> tell them a little bit about you, where you're from, what All you're right. out of, and yeah, we'll kind of go from there. All right. Uh, like Chad said, my name is uh, Adam Cross. I am from uh, Cornwall, Ontario. I'm part of the uh, Team Jackson in Canada. So, uh, yeah, no, I definitely enjoy uh, kayak fishing, uh, getting out on the water, especially the St. Lawrence River is uh, definitely a place I like to go and fish. And, uh, yeah, when I'm not fishing, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm welding. Uh, that's my career as a, as a welder. And uh, at the same time, I have a family that supports me and I support them. So, yeah, no. Uh, but uh, kayak fishing—that's uh, that's that's really where my passion, my heart is. So, and I just get to do it all over uh, Ontario and into Quebec, and yeah. So, it's definitely uh, we got a lot of beautiful lakes up here and rivers, and uh, our season's a little bit different than you know down in the states. But uh, yeah, no, and I've I've had uh, the lucky chance uh, with Jackson to. Uh, able to go down to Vermont and uh, do the JK Fun Stop there. Did the one at Frontenac Outfitters uh, with Aaron and Jameson. So yeah, no, I'm. I think we're having a pretty fun uh, summer so far. Sounds like it, man. Sounds like a the heck of a summer. Yeah, dude. Um, that fun tour looked like both fun tours that you got to participate in look good. Yeah, no, they were uh, like, for instance, like uh, Canada Day, like uh, sharing that with uh, my teammate there, Aaron, and also uh, the whole crew at Frontenac Outfitters. Uh, yeah, like, and, you know, the rock star himself, uh, Jameson, uh, it was fantastic. We had a blast that day. A uh, lot of cool new faces, uh, too, that I was able to meet, guys who are getting in on uh, kayak fishing, talking kayak fishing, and, you know, getting them out there on the, uh, on the water and demoing boats and then doing it again down at uh, Lake Maury in uh, Vermont. Uh, that was my first time ever fishing in Vermont. Uh, I'm like four hours from uh, that. And, um, you know, uh, the, the rock star down there in New Hampshire uh, who does a lot of the guiding uh, Michael Blatt, like it was fantastic uh, with his hospitality and 
at the same time, it was, you know, really neat to see the city that he lives in down in Hanover. And uh, yeah, no, it, uh, I, I, it, well, New England uh, uh, outdoors, like very cool. Uh, Joey and Beth, like uh, fantastic people. Uh, the resort for uh, Lake Maury Resort where the JK Fun Stop was at, uh, incredible. Like uh, Vermont is absolutely gorgeous. Uh, it is for anyone outdoorsy. Uh, you can do a lot there, and that resort is uh, for any of you across America and Canada. If you want to check it out? Check, really go down and check out Lake Maury. And hey, why not book yourself a little trip down there with uh, the guide himself? Uh, so yeah, no, it's uh, it's been really nice. It's been really cool. You know, you meet new people, and you know, it's really awesome getting to know uh, some of these people that you know you've either you know followed uh, online or you know. You've cross paths with you know once or twice before and you know kind of but all the new faces and man i like kayak fishing in general the community is just you know it's so much positivity you know like there's just so many people out there who are just they they it's like they live it and they breathe it it's a, you know it's a lifestyle um so yeah no it's i definitely say uh I, next year I, i'm heading back down there <laughs> so yeah, I tell you, Mr. Michael, I mean, he he his guest must leave ecstatic. Did he yeah. show you all these fishing spots? That's my real question. He bailed us. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Did he show you all these fishing spots? So when I pulled up to, to his place, uh, you know, he's he lives, you know, in New Hampshire. It's it, it's very, you know, small town America. Very nice. Um but you, 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 he's got that uh, on water innovations trailer and it, you know, it's got the NARS, it's got the Kusa X, take two, you know, it is stacked, you know, and he's got that whole rig. It is so, it, it's very professional, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's just the way, and the way he is like, you know, even on the podcast and stuff like that's, that's, that's him. Like he's, he's just that outgoing, you know, like he's all about having, having fun and, but he's really the way he engages with people and how he wants to show you and teach you. And, you know, he, you know, he, he's really professional too, as a guide, you know, spending so much time out on the water, understanding, okay, well, you know, I can take you here, here and here, to, but today we're actually, we're going to go you know, over there because I want to, I can guarantee that we're going to be on fish. So, um, and he's right down on the uh, Connecticut river. But when we were down there, it uh, they had had some really heavy flooding uh, in upstate New York, Vermont, and New Hampshire. So it was really interesting driving through. You could actually see that chocolate milk line like all the way through that river because as it was coming down, but you could see where it had gone up. And unfortunately, a lot of people, uh, you know, lost homes. Uh, I, I believe some people even lost their lives. So uh, you know, at the same time, it was. Uh, need to go down there but just to see like the sheer velocity of water that was coming through and just how much rain had fallen is like mind-blowing like in all those rivers like vermont's like you know world renowned for fly fishing you know the rivers down there so yeah no it was uh it was neat so and yes he is uh he is an outstanding individual and and it was really cool spending the weekend yeah. with him and his family so yeah i uh i look forward to uh seeing him again and maybe uh oh yeah that's uh that's a good question because uh you know i said maybe you should come up here sometime so and he's got a, an apprentice with him ben 
and Ben is uh, 15, I believe, who is going to become a New Hampshire yeah, New Hampshire guide. So we're talking a 15 year old who is going to become a New Hampshire guide. And now you wouldn't think this kid's 15 because just the way he holds himself, he holds himself like almost like a young adult here. Uh, you know, he, I, when he said he was 15, I was like, you're actually 15. You, you sound like you should be, you know, in college, you know, university. And yeah, no, he's just really down home, you know, real nice guy, you know, so I think the two of them are, uh, are going to do great things, great things together. We've got another guest dropping in here. So I, let's introduce, yes. uh, let's introduce Mr. Chris. <laughs> Hello. Chris, tell us a little bit where you're from. Uh, what kind of Jackson kayak you're in? Uh, give us the skinny on what you got going on. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm from Maine. Um, been in Jackson for a couple of years now. Um, between me and my wife, we have four different kayaks. Jackson's two bites. She has a Kuza X now, and I have a big rig. Nice. Um, I'm fishing a kayak trail up here, um, local. I go to Massachusetts. We travel all over the Northeast, pretty much. Very nice. Very nice. Right on. So how's your summer been, man? Um, it's been really good. Um, we've traveled uh, quite a bit this year from New York to Vermont to New Hampshire. Um, you know, we've had a, um, a really productive kayak season, um, fishing a lot more than we have in the past couple of years. Um, and we have a big one in a couple of weeks. I'm going to St. Lawrence River, which is a, a bucket list, but I, uh, I can't <laughs> wait to get up there. You know a guy that might know a few things about the St. Lawrence River <laughs> over there. So, yeah, I know. The big body of water. It's awesome. Yeah. So like, you'll have fun, man. You'll have fun for sure. So, let's talk about northern kayaking a little bit. I think this is a great segue. We've got Canada four hours away from New Hampshire, Vermont, and then we've got Maine. So, what does your guys' season look like? I mean, when we talk summer in Indiana, um, and obviously moving further south, our water temperatures get up 80s, 90s. It'll probably actually hit 90 here this week with the heat that we've got pushing in on us. So what are summertime water conditions up north? What do you typically see? What can an angler, what do they need to, to prepare for? Well, uh, so for our season uh, up in Canada, uh, where I am in Ontario. So typically the bass fishing season uh, starts in June, but we since introduced an early season. So that runs from, let's uh, say have the open water season in January and it will run all the way up until, I believe it's May 10th. So that's smallmouth, largemouth fishing, uh, you have throughout May, you have other uh, species opening such as pike, uh, walleye, uh, and then as you get into uh, June, uh, muskie, and then, you know, it follows in with bass. And uh, for instance, uh, last weekend, I was up uh, in the Mistokas, which is about five and a half hours away from my place where I reside now, um, which is close, very like seven minutes from the St. Lawrence River. Um, the, the morning started out extremely foggy, like almost to the point where it was like, huh, you know, like we, we make sure everybody's got flags, you know, like maybe we should just wait for the fog to pass just to be on the safe side. Um, it started to clear. Uh, we definitely got out there and 
yeah, like it, it, we're looking at like 74, you know, water temp, you know, that morning it was like 16 out. Uh, and then, yeah, once that fog, fog cleared, man, it started to come up and it came up to, you know, I think by the time I was heading off the water, I was almost at like 77. So, um, yeah, no, we've, and we've actually been having a, a definitely warmer, uh, summer up here. So yeah, no, that's kind of just kind of where give you the quick little answer to that one. Uh, as a recent adventure. So how about you down in Maine? What's going on down there? Uh, pretty much the same. We've had a crazy heat wave going on here. Um, it's the water temperature temperature really, really went up quickly. Um, typically I, I usually don't start to around April. Um, and that's still pretty cold out there. Um, but then it, this year was a little bit different with the um, water temperature because it just, it, the first time I went out in May, I think we had like low fifties and before we know it, we're hitting seventies and everything just changes. Um, every, every, everything right now is just deep. Everything I've been fishing now has been 15, 20, if not deeper to get any sort of bite, um, unless it's early morning. Um, but usually, I mean, right now, I think I went out last weekend and the water temperature was 79, 80. Um, and then today, I think the heat index was up around 100 today, I believe, up here. So I can only imagine what it was like on the water today. Um, but so that's warm for Maine, no? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very warm. Yeah. So is like, for instance, today it was uh, 27 degrees Celsius, but it felt like 38 degrees celsius and it's i guess in some ways you know uh it, it like this weekend it, it's going to be well into the 40s uh up here or feel like into the 40s sorry so yeah which will make for uh a lot of storms which will be pushing through uh my end so i don't know how much water time i'll have so yeah 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 i plan on going i'm going uh i'm going to new hampshire this weekend i believe to fish with some friends of ours um just to try to get out just some fun fishing before our next tournament, which will be fun. But yeah, hopefully, hopefully the storms hold off. I think it's, I don't know. Again, we're, we're Fahrenheit. So the Celsius is throwing me off, but uh, it's supposed <laughs> to be, I think it's supposed to be in the eighties this weekend. Yeah. So hopefully I'm just going to try to get out as early as I can and be off the water early. Cause it's, it's when you say a hundred. I'm going like, oh, okay. What is that in Celsius here? <laughs> yeah, so we're not going to have to put up a calculator for all the Americans watching the Canadians that come on this thing. I got a feeling we'll just pop it right over here in the corner. Just yeah. sit down there real nice. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, no. I, and like Maine, Maine too. Like, uh, it is a gorgeous place. I I've been to, uh, uh freeport maine and uh portland and i live 20 minutes from freeport okay (laughs) cool yeah no like it's uh i had lobster while i was there too it was real good so yeah no it's uh yeah like i said like it's such such gorgeous places and you know i always encourage people like you know if you got a chance to go down there whether it's fishing or you know just outdoorsy in general like go and explore like we have not that you know canada has a lot to offer too and you guys should definitely come up here and paddle up north or you know come check it out because there's so many great rivers and lakes that you can go to and you know we got a lot of great you know 
variety too, just not just, you know, for instance, like, you know, legendary smallmouth in the St. Lawrence river or, you know, down to Lake Ontario, you know, you know, big musky and, you know, uh, you know, largemouth fishing too. Like it's, uh, yeah, no, it, they're not like by any means, you know, Florida, <laughs> Florida, Texas size fish, but yeah. you know, yeah, no, it's, it's really cool. Like, and it's also so neat when you hear people, you know, that are just, you know, really only a couple hours from you, you know, across the border. So yeah, no, that's pretty neat, man. And it's funny you mentioned about the big rig when I was down at the, uh, in uh, Vermont on Lake Moria, I had the opportunity, uh, for we at this Jackson fun stop, we had, you know, tons of different demos to take out. And I said, you know, uh, I got the, there's the Naria, Takusa, you know, I said, oh, you know, I'm going to go out in the big rig because, you know, what? I've never been out in the big rig and, you know, it was a pretty cool fishing, fishing yeah. you know, and I just like the uh, the decal on it too, you know, like it's it's a true trucker, you know, kind of look to it. So, yeah, yeah, no, that's that's really cool. What color is your uh, big rig? Uh, it's the uh, it's the red, Jeez, uh, what's it called? Turkish. Car, yeah, rockfish. That's rockfish. It, okay, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. And no, my, wife, my wife just yeah. got the, uh, she got the Kusa X and the limited edition. The uh, Oh, the yellow jacket. Color, the yellow jacket. Yeah. 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 That's a great color. So, uh, yeah. It is. Know, it's a, I, uh, I finally yeah. got my uh, J uh, Jackson uh, Bite FD and the uh, Playa, which uh, has been, uh, uh, is finally so, so cool to have finally have it home. So yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, we have a brand new one of those in the, in the garage as well. <laughs> okay. Right so, on. Yeah. Cool. So, <laughs> Maybe we can talk yeah, we rigging a, tips soon. <laughs> yeah. The oh, Bite yeah, FD I, is a fun boat to rig. It really is. You can yeah. do a lot with, you can do a lot with it. Now, obviously you're not going to be drilling a whole lot of holes because there's no access points, but you know, you can still do a lot with it. Um, 100%. you know, the multi-box and some different things like that. You can really yeah, jazz you know. it up, hide some wires, do some different things. It's fun. It's yeah. a fun boat. Yeah. I, it's probably, it's, it's, yeah, I would put it, if I had a list, I would put it number four. Yeah. I'd put it number four on my JK list. It's not above the Liska. It's not above the NAR. I that heart, so, like, I even last weekend, I was like, take the bite FD or take the Lizka. And I looked at the Lizka. I'm like, you're up for another adventure, aren't you? <laughs> Let's go. And I, I packed that one up and yeah, no, it's still by far. It, yeah. That boat has my heart. You know, people, people always talk about the Kusa has like a, a cult following. The big rig has a cult following the Kuda. It's weird. Like how it, it's all worked over the years. Like no matter where you're at, somebody's had this one of these boats and it's like yeah. that boat has a following the Liska has gained its own following and I mean it's like Team Liska is still out there singing yeah. high praises because I mean that boat is like okay you said in the big rig there's not much difference like when you're in seat sitting there in that yeah. boat that boat feels as stable as the big rig. It really does. When it it does. Other than, you know, your rod storage, um, you know, mm -hmm. there's a difference there, you know, the pedal drive for sure. But like for your oh, yeah. hatches and your storage compartments, like it's, yeah, it really is. It might just be, I think it's maybe a little bit wider, but um, yeah, yeah no, great. it's, it's, it, yeah. The, the Lisco is always. I don't think I, 
I don't think I've actually ever yeah. seen Aliska up close. I've seen everything oh, else, but to. I haven't seen that one. Yeah. No, I, I love want one. I agree. I actually I took the pedal drive out this year and I put the pod in because I oh, have cool. a, a motor on the front. Um, so it's like the room is huge now. I have I have a lot more space to to uh to catch everything. Um to put it up there when I'm measuring it, it just gives me a lot more room. Yeah, that's uh what what do you run for a motor on yours? I have the XI3. Oh wow. The motor okay. guide. Yeah. So you run it on you have it's a front the front uh yeah, bow yeah. mounted. Yeah. yeah, the bow mount. That's yeah. the word I was looking for. No, that's cool. Yeah. So I've done a lot of modifications. I've had a lot of help this year with uh friends with mine. So I I uh I got a piece of tri track and made a shelf in the front so now I can run my my uh fish finder in the front instead of having it on the side. So it's I've yeah. I've trying to open my open my deck up in the sides a lot more. So yeah, no, I definitely like that's one thing I like about the Lizka is like the front mount of my uh, Ray Marine element. It's I love it just being able to paddle and I have it right there, not looking over. I used to put it on the side, but you know it just it feels better that way. Right in the front, you can just look look down and kind of just watch all the graphs and whatnot. Hmm. So yeah. So so what do you enjoy fishing most for in Maine? Um, I mean, I'm predominantly bass. Uh, nice. Smallmouth is my favorite. Nice. Uh, okay. um, Smallies. So, yeah, they're definitely more fun for me to catch. Um, oh. I love catching pike as well. Nice. Um, so we have some. I, I I live in a place where I'm I'm probably 20 minutes from a like. If I go any different direction, I've got some somewhere where I could go where there's different species everywhere, um, and there's literally pike right right down the road. Um, they're they're uh they're, they're decent size nothing of like huge but i really want to catch a muskie that's my uh that's that's definitely something yeah. i want to catch in a fish of a thousand casts eh? <laughs> yeah yeah no we have uh, actually um it's a cross canada and i believe it's into the states too but scott barton who is also a team member for jackson he runs a thing called kayak muskie and it is that's pretty cute. impressive what these guys uh from i, I want to say it's all over canada and into the u.s uh what these guys actually pull out in these <laughs> like yeah. you know big fish in these kayaks like it's yeah you know it's sometimes you see them and you're like wow like how do like how did you even like i'm sure it's the same with the saltwater guys like how do you wow and yeah, yeah no musky fishing is definitely something out of a kayak that i'm looking into uh giving a try um too it's definitely it looks it's almost kind of like the you know you know fish of a thousand casts so you know yeah you know, it's gonna take a few but no a hundred percent uh i love fishing for smallmouth uh there's no other fish that i uh i if, if there's just one i was gonna catch for the rest of my life it would be smallmouth because those yeah. fish are just so acrobatic and and just the oh, yeah. sheer power of these river smallmouth is just uh like it's it's impressive and I just, yeah, no, I, oh, I, mean, yeah, I, I enjoy I, it. As you can understand why I'm really looking forward to, uh, in, in two weeks, I'll be leaving to early Wednesday morning of, uh, before the 12th. I think the 12th is the tournament and we're going up early, early to fish Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday before the tournament. So. Nice. And yeah. that's on the St. Lawrence river. Yeah. 
Whereabouts is that tournament uh, on St. Lawrence River? Like, um, I think, I, I think it's towards the mouth of Ontario. Um, I think that's somewhere where the boundaries are. I guess I, yeah. I'm not positive yet. Um, I we got a house or whatever, and I got some are kind you, of direction today, so I can actually start looking at it. But yeah, because I know, like, when they bring the uh, Bass Elite Series, they used to go to Waddington, New York which was really cool. Like, cause Waddington's mm-hmm. like this little stop, you know, along St. Lawrence mm-hmm. River, just outside of Messina, New York. And you, you know, you drive in and it's just like, you know, it's, it's almost like I've never been to the Bassmaster Classic, but it's just kind of like the, if you don't have a chance to go to the Bassmaster Classic, this is cool because you can go just right across the border, go down there and you can meet all these guys. And, you know, every one of these, you know, Bassmaster Elite guys, they say the same thing. The St. Lawrence River is like the craziest fishery, you know, and they talk about just how fantastic it is as a fishery and how fantastic the the fish are, you know, and, you know, and some of them, you know, big names that you get to meet. But yeah, because I know now they they fish usually out of Clayton, New York is where Mm -hmm. they they go down. Yeah, no, that's really cool. I, I think you're going to have a fantastic time, and uh, you know, it's uh, it's, it's to it, yeah. yeah, you're you're really going to enjoy it, and you know, I look forward to hearing about mm-hmm. it and you know, seeing oh, all yeah. the pictures. You know, there'll be there'll be plenty of posts. <laughs> I oh, think I while I'm there, the, the next time we're there, I think the, this this show, I think Ken and Torrance are going to be on mm-hmm. it with you while we're in the house. Yep. I think together, so it's oh. uh, it's going to be a good time. So. Nice. So when you're uh, when you're talking about the St. Lawrence River, Adam, and you're talking about kayak fishing on the St. Lawrence River, what's that like for the average person? Because we see it on TV, and you know you're watching the Elite Series or whatever, and there's a lot of current in the hundred percent river. A, there is, yeah. There's a lot of spots where you know it's, in my opinion, it's just not feasible with a, a kayak. Like, um, but if you kind of like. I'm one of those people who believes that, you know, preparation is really due when you go out on the water and really understanding mm-hmm. the body water that you're on, uh, standing the river, uh, how it flows, you know, uh, you have quite a few dam setups, uh, where I am. And one of the most important things, you know, uh, is just kind of knowing where you are on the river and understanding, um, <clears throat> your own uh, strengths and uh, I'm solely a paddler. I, you know, that's always something that I've loved uh, now that I have a pedal drive, you know, but I've, I've really considered the fact too of uh, even adding a, a motor, uh, whether it's a Torquedo or Newport uh, to it. And, but yeah, no, uh, there's definitely some parts where, you know, yeah, it, it, uh, it's, it's not very friendly whatsoever. Uh, I don't choose to really go into those areas, but there's a lot of great, uh, bays that come off of it. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's like, yeah, the, the, the main channels are generally have the strongest, uh, current, uh, and you know, you get guys out there, uh, and you watch those boats struggle. Like you, you, you know that the current is just taking like a pontoon boat, like nothing. You know, you see them heading up, right. uh, and they're just, you know, that you can tell that guy's got that thing down, and he's trying to work his way up. Um, but yeah, no, the, it 
the St. Lawrence River does have many fishable with kayak for kayak angler spots. Um, and there are lots of guys that go out there, you know, uh, paddle, pedal, motorize, whatnot. Um, yeah. The, but the one thing about smallies though, they go deep and, you know, so oh, yeah. that's, that's, uh, that can be a challenge. Um, uh, but yeah, no, it's definitely, it's, it, you know, you, you want to be prepared. That's one of the biggest things, you know, you get out there and you don't want to get jammed because when you get jammed, you know, you got to think about, you know, that, you know, paddling back, you know, or, you know, even pedaling back, you know, motorized too. Like just because you have a motor, you know, uh, electronics, uh, electrical issues. And you, you know, like for instance, last weekend I was with a group of guys and the one guy, uh, yeah, he had a bow mount, uh, bow mount motor. And, um, for whatever reason it cracked out on him and he ended up having to paddle back and, and when he got back to shore, even it was a hot, sunny day. And, you know, like you could tell he was fatigued, you know, and, you know, a situation like that, you know, uh, can put you in some hot water, you know, like it's mm -hmm. not where you want to be. So, yeah, I, I always, when I talk to people about it, yeah, no, 100%. I, I really stress, you know, know your limits, you know, that's the biggest mm -hmm. thing. And, you know, uh, you know, it's still to this day, you know, it's sad to see, but there are people who, continuously go out there uh without pfds on um i, I work uh i literally work within you know 100 feet of the st lawrence river and uh i see all sorts of canoers and paddlers out there and yeah you'd be surprised how you know how you can how fast it changes up out there and you know that boat or those paddlers no pfds on so yeah, I'm ridiculous. It's 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 tough, it's tough to see, um, but you know, and uh, it's it yeah, it's it's not easy. So when I do talk to people, uh, I talked to a lot of people at the uh, fishing for autism because uh, they're like, "Where do you like? Where do you where do you go kayak fishing?" And I'm like, "Oh, St. Lawrence River." You know, I go here. I go. They're like, "You go on the St. Lawrence River?" Yeah. They're like, wow, like that's crazy. I'm like, oh, no, like, you know, there are spots that you, you can get to, you know, that are paddle, very paddle. Like, like you, there's some mornings you go out there, it's like flat like glass. But then days like today, you got, you know, it's white caps out there, you know? So you got to really understand, you know, like that's not where I really want to be today. Um, as much as I might want to go fishing, you know, I still want to be able to, you know, come home and, you know, see my kids and my family and be able to, you know, enjoy my next fishing adventure because, but yeah, I would definitely, yeah. Being prepared and understanding your own limits is probably one of the strongest pieces of advice I can give to anybody who's going to go out on the St. Lawrence river. Cause it's, it's a beautiful body of water. Yeah. There's it's, it's can be very busy out there too. So yeah, no, yeah. I'd be interested to hear too, like how it is like further down, like, cause I do follow a lot of people who fish along the St. Lawrence river on the state side too. So it's neat seeing, you know, there and, but, hearing seeing more guys in kayaks is definitely super cool too so yeah, yeah this is this is the first think... time that we've had one up there so yeah i i didn't i didn't even uh to be honest i don't think i maybe i've seen it but i i did because i know they just had the douglas uh mm -hmm. fishing rod one which like just about set new record uh for smallmouth up there so with some but yeah no It'd be pretty neat. I'll, I really look forward to hearing about it. So yeah, definitely.
you do you think with the introduction of gobies into the St. Lawrence River and the Great Lakes, do you eventually think that the uh, Del Hollow World Record gets broke from the St. <laughs> Lawrence River? I don't know. Yeah, that's that, a good question. I yeah, it, it you know. It is. Um, yeah, I like. I remember a couple of years ago, uh, Gerald Swindle. He was down there, and he was pre-fishing for the Bassmaster Elite Series on the St. Lawrence River, and he pulls out this. I want to say it was like six pounds, twelve ounce smallmouth, and it. Mm -hmm. He snaps a picture of this thing. And the thing's a Goliath. And I'm yeah. thinking, I honestly thought, I was like, well, if there's fish that big, like they're definitely eating the gobies as much as the gobies are eating the smallmouth eggs and, you know, they're yeah. eating the musky eggs. Um, but like, wow, like what are these things eating? Like they just keep getting bigger and bigger. And then you see, you know, you see it further and further that, you know, these fish are in like, even the bags that some of these guys at these tournaments are like, it's like 32, 32 pound bag of smallies, like yeah, hundred pound four day total. What was that, that, that kid last year there from the, was the Bassmasters? Yeah. That, that yeah. young kid got over a hundred pounds yeah. for four days. <laughs> like it's it just wild. Great. And, and, but the thing is now like that river system, it's, it, it really is attracting like more and more big circuits too. Right. Like, you know, you mm -hmm. have the cash and rod stopping there. Even MLF is sta stopping there on, um, for one of their stops within the New York, uh, region. Uh, you know, you, you'll have the, the, the bass uh, elite series which you know these guys you know that's what they do right like they you know they, they're there that's how they they put bread and milk on their table is by catching fish and big bags and you know the more and more the electronics too like yeah it's yeah so yeah i i definitely think like the possibility is is definitely there like you know, it's and the next couple of years yeah and like yeah like it's I'd like you to smuggle me some gobies <laughs> oh, no. you don't want gobies it can yeah, get really annoying when you're fishing too right because you're like oh got a bite that's all can bluegill but oh, yeah it's like rock bass rock bass oh, rock bass. oh. No, yeah, yeah. Summertime dock fishing for largies, and you're like, oh yeah. And then you're like, okay, go a couple more, and then slam, and you're like, oh, oh come on, thunk. Next one, thunk. Yeah. Like, oh come. Yeah. But it's like the bluegill. One largemouth, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. Yeah. Just take, you know, you just start. Yeah. It's uh, but like even the bluegill down, you know, like that would be your biggest in, in Indiana, right? Is it's really bluegill. Yeah, we got bluegill, and we do have we do have the little rock bass uh, that pile in on the lake. So you know, we we'd still take some gobies if anybody wanted to drop off a truckload of about every ramp <laughs> oh, we've got. Man. Yeah, there. Feed our smallies. Yeah, that's all. We, that's all I see is big. I want big smallmouth. So you should you should take some time some and gobies. come come on up. You know, like. Uh, <laughs> Is, uh, I caught my personal best smallmouth this year on Lake Champlain. There you go. June. 
it was it was in well for us kayakers it was 19 and a half inches that's a nice uh, small course, mountain there i didn't have a scale with me of course but i typically don't bring one with me <laughs> so but, yeah i'm i'm still in the quest for 20 so uh yeah, me too uh, I'm, <laughs> you know, and yeah, when I hear there's a quest for 23, I'll be honest with you. I said, like, my God, like, no way, man. You're Canadian. Yes. Shouldn't that be in millimeters? Shouldn't you be talking like five, five eighty four? <laughs> Don't you want to break We're allowed inches? Yeah, no, a hundred percent. And Canada, you know, uh, we as a Europe, you know, it's the same way. It's it is metric, but uh, no, we. Uh, I, I work every. I've worked every day in in in. Uh, imperial and i've worked every day in metric so but yeah no it's uh yeah i jeff i look forward to that I, jeff little and i had the discussion how much cooler it sounds if you just go with millimeters on a bump board so instead of being 23 <laughs> i mean it'd be a lot cooler to say 584 or whatever yeah. it is yeah like a thousand, thousand millimeter sounds, bag yes. yeah. <laughs> 1700 <laughs> millimeter bag yeah <laughs> holy crap there you go. There's some small I mean, lines on that board, though. Oh, I'd feel <laughs> so bad for the judges. <laughs> like, okay, hold on here. He's, oh, God. Uh, yeah. So if you had 584 times four, we're going to beat 1700. You're going to have to have like 2336. Yeah. yeah. To get 423 or 523. Yeah, that's 423s, wasn't it? 423. Yeah, 423s. So, you know, it's a yeah. big bag. You start talking like that. Yeah, Lake Champlain. That's cool. That's cool. That's a that's a beautiful body of water right there. So. Yeah, we we go every year. It was a lot of fun. Um, it's cool too. You go across, you know, you go across the uh, the bridge there. Uh, the sides from New York State to Vermont, I believe it is. Yep. Yeah, that yeah, long bridge it. there. Yeah, I, I forgot the name of it, but yeah, no, it's. Uh, and then it says, if you take a right, it just literally says Canada, and then take a left, it says New York. <laughs> it doesn't even have a town. It's just Canada. Yeah. So, yeah, no, that's uh, that's very true. <laughs> and if you yeah. go on the lake and you're out there or whatever, and I swear if you get too close, Homeland Security is right there before you get too far. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What did you wow. so when you caught your personal best though? Like, were you drop shotting? Like, did you? Uh, I was, I was, I she was on a bed. Um, cool. so I caught her off a bed with a just a Ned rig. Uh, yeah. but she was, I it didn't look that big when I when I saw her, but when I got her in, I'm like, holy cow. Yeah. She fought for a while. She did not want to come in that's for sure. But once I got her in, it was, They're so it was like, of course it was a pre-fishing day. It was a pre-fishing day. It was beautiful. Out. Oh, the next day it was a hurricane, which is how it always goes. So I couldn't, I went back to, <laughs> to uh, that, you know, cause I set a waypoint. I went back to it and there's, there was no way I was getting, getting, I couldn't see if she was even on the bed or not. So really, yeah. yeah wow. So, I didn't care. I caught her one day, you know, I caught her anyway, but yeah, hundred percent, man. That's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Makes it fun. At least, it, you know, if you catch it in practice, it gives you something to look forward to. And you got to size check a few, you know, you can't just, you can't just not size check a few. You got to size. Check oh yeah. Them. Make sure they're the right size. Helps you understand yeah. your fisheries too, right? Like uh, understanding what size of fish are in there, you know, um, your it's area too. Yeah. And I'm not yeah. a big bed fisher. This 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 is like still new for me and I'm I'm just kind of getting the hang of it, I guess. But uh some of these guys that just go around, they'll go all day and then before you know it, they have ninety waypoints on their on their graph for the tournament day and I'm I got like twelve because I just I, I more or less will just fish the whole day and I really should be. So I'm I'm getting better at it. So 
it's it's always cool to learn a new technique you know what i mean like yeah. it's that's what i enjoy most about kayak fishing and there's always a new way to catch them right and mm-hmm. a new way to learn something and that way too you know you add it to your arsenal and you know one day you know when you, you do need it you can implement that you know as a skill yeah. a skill set on, on the water you know it's almost like the first time you got electronics like you're trying to understand well, what the heck am i looking at you know and yeah. for me i never fished with electronics i very simple kayak fisherman you know i i just love to go out there and paddle and cast and kind of let as you know let the body water tell me what's going on, you know, my surroundings yeah. and trying to understand like the bank and, you know, looking at Google maps and all that. And, and uh, yeah. So when I got electronics, I was like, Oh, interesting. So I'm looking, playing a video game. I'm like, yeah. what's going on here? <laughs> like, cool. I went all the way around here, you know, like, yeah. and uh, yeah, no, I, uh, yeah, I'm still to this day. I'm, I'm. I'll be honest. I'm. I'm still learning it. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's cool. It's uh, I've like I said. It's it's always neat to like you know learn something new. So yeah, yeah. And a drop shot. Is I great. think still getting used to that. So <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, the Saint Lawrence yeah. River is all about drop yeah. shots. I tell you. Going <laughs> with me, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that I would. I would have to say drop shots. One, I'm still. I still hate it still learning to love it um but yeah you got to have one of those places that you go to that's you know a body of water where you can go try and test out new lures just kind of off the beaten path and that that makes it fun i you know you just buy something you go and throw it like glide baits i mean Mm. just you go and you throw it for an afternoon and you just just to see what it does and more yeah, that's what not you end up fishing doing something different because you get tired of not catching fish with your new technique but when your new technique works it's it's a blast it is it's you know as it's kind of like i remember the first time i ever went out frog fishing and uh i, I had this i think it was like seven foot with you know 65 pound braid and you know like just a screaming demon reel and I went out there and I launched this thing for hours. It's just, you know, yeah, only thing I heard was that frog crashing on the water. And I was just like, oh, man. And then that one moment where it was just like threw it and it was like hit. And then it was like walk, walk, walk. Woof. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> oh, that right. Sound, that sound yeah. though is not. You know, it's like, this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it's a, you know, and, I remember like even the first time like I, I caught a fish on uh, on a drop shot while you know teaching myself how to use my electronics and because I I felt that you know the drop shot was just such such a simple presentation to use now not you know not every presentation is obviously going to work but I figured oh the drop shot real simple you know just put it down there you, you know and you know, watch where you think you see something, you know, drop it down see what happens. And I remember just this smallmouth screaming out of the water from the, you know, 40 feet and bombing, you know, like torpedo out. And I was like, Oh my God, like, are you serious? And the thing's like, my whole rod's just bent right over. And I'm just, Oh, the reel's just screaming. I'm like, Oh my gosh, like it's all coming together now. You know, like you're just, (laughs) you're, you know, you're, you're, it's an award, you know, like you're, kind of like okay i see and because you know that's the one thing like you got to go out there and you got to do it like i i tell so many new guys too like 
people are interested, you know, like, oh man, like, you know, uh, you mentioned like glide baits, like uh, S waiver 120. Uh, I started throwing one of those and uh, I've yet to catch a fish on it. I also got into the six cents uh, glide baits and, uh, but I enjoy going out there and just keep casting it. And I know eventually it's, it's gonna, it's gonna block up and there's going to be, I'm hoping like a big 20, you know, and small mouth, you know, or 580 millimeter, uh, you know, <laughs> wherever, wherever it works mouth. out to be small mouth. It's going to be 27 know, degrees Celsius. Yeah. It's going to be 27 <laughs> degrees Celsius out there. And, uh, you know, you imagine getting online and talking about your 584 and <laughs> nobody get it. Yeah, all the every I'm sure every down says 27 degrees Celsius. <laughs> that that yeah. sounds really cold. Is that, is that warm? <laughs> here I am, like sweating up here. <laughs> yeah, no, I uh, yeah, it's it's true though. It's just you got to go out there and you got to do it. You got to keep casting. You know, you got to keep. You know, it's hard sometimes. You know, especially when you got a new technique. But yeah, going on a body of water or just going to a, a you know just offshore if you know if you don't want to rig up your whole your whole lineup of kayaks but you know just going and casting and getting the feel for it because once you feel it you know it you know like it's like uh, i told my kids you know my son he said oh i want to go and try you know one of your lures and i said here it's a wacky worm it's a sanko (laughs) it's a single hook you're gonna feel when you feel a little nibble on that set the hook and I remember he, he'd go out there and he had this like loose rod and cast it out, cast it out, cast it out. Oh, nothing, nothing but weeds, nothing. And then the one time he felt it and he knows now, like he just, he, he just, he's 10 and he just goes out there and he's got an array of, array of lures that he likes to throw. And, you know, it's just something that I keep telling, I even tell the new guys, just, you got, you got to go out there and you got to do it. Like you just put yourself out there, you know, and, do it you know don't be afraid you know like you know you can't you're you you may succeed and you may not but you know failure is learning you know and that's a huge part of people's you know think oh i'm not successful at this well how do you define success then you know because if you're looking at failure as a huge you know downside well i look at it as you know you're learning something because you're the more times you go out there and you do something you gain experience puts you further ahead and the further ahead you get the better you'll be the next time you get out there and you'll learn from it too so yeah no i think uh i just you know just like bed fishing you know it's it's something that you know you're I'm sure one day you're just going to be like, you know, you'll maybe a specialist of it, you know, in the kayak world, you know, like there's a lot of guys, it's like swim bait guys, you know what I mean? The guys that go out there and they throw like, yeah, okay. Like it's crazy. You're going to chuck, you know, a $500 lure (laughs) and yeah. yeah, And a lot of people like, yeah, no, (laughs) it's a slippery slope, you know, as a lot of people tell me, and I know I have a lot of great friends who throw swim baits and, yeah, no, I, uh, it's, it's definitely not for everybody, but it's, you know, it's a, it's a dedicated, uh, technique, you know, it's you those guys go out there and they're understanding how every movement and bite. And so, yeah, no, I, I definitely say you're, you know, the more you do something, the better you're going to get at it, you know? So, and that's the beauty of a $500 swim bait going 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. My line break because I had. I to get change. angry losing a twenty dollar jackhammer. I'm not throwing oh, three hundred more. That's the worst. Oh, that's the one thing about pike too. Like fishing up north, oh, pike. Oh, it's like you'll be like ripping it through the water, and then it's just like, and you're like, hmm. Well, just cut. It's like it's like there's a pair of scissors just went by and snaps it, yeah. and you're just like, oh, 20 bucks right there is gone. Like that's yeah. there's my jackhammer or like you know slobber knocker or whatever. Or it's oh, like it's. <laughs> Yeah. Thanks to Michael I Blaine, I just picked up my first few slobber knockers. Yeah, I've uh, those those. I haven't tried I, them yet. That I definitely think they're worth worth trying for sure. Um, mm -hmm. They're pretty. They're they're pretty neat compared to the um, like if you're like vibration jigs. They're pretty cool, and the price point isn't really bad on those at all. Actually, you know, look mm at -hmm. <laughs> this guy. We got another one coming uh, in. <laughs> What's, What's going up, on out in Big California? <laughs> What's going on? Just coming home from work in California, I guess. Okay, sorry. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. If my audio is bad, and we lost you. Feel free to kick me. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, Chad's no, you're good, man. You're good. We're just talking about big St. Lawrence smallmouth. Oh, nice. Well, we tell me a little bit about on. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the uh, big St. Lawrence smallmouth. So mm -hmm. here's a question for you. In California, like uh, traditionally, like big largemouth, obviously, like there's definitely – to be now smallmouth fishing out that way, well, do you, is it, you know, what's it, what, what's it like? Do you, do you fish smallmouth out that way or are you traditionally just go mostly uh, largemouth uh, fishing? Uh, I'd say mostly largemouth fishing. Uh, so whenever I'm doing those monthlies for KBF, I'm usually chasing bucket mouths, large mouths. Uh, there's not too many smallmouth in our areas, primarily largemouth. You can find some over in San Luis Obispo area, uh, Santa Barbara area, over near Lopez Lake. They're very beautiful. Actually, there's some over at Castaic Lake too, but nowhere near the size that Cayuga and St. Lawrence River has. Those are big, big smallmouth but um our largemouth grow you know 25 26 inches over in southern california so i think last february i stuck a a 25.75 largemouth um right next to the surface wow wow <laughs> jesus yeah, they get they it's get state pretty record big up here. Hundred <laughs> percent. That's a provincial record. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's bigger than some of the pike we have in Maine. <laughs> I mean, that, that's so, what led me to get the the yellow catch board. You know, the longer one, the 32 inch. Board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Hey, I'm sorry for being late, by the way. No, you're fine, man. You, you jumped in right at the right time. So give us a little, we've let everybody give them a rundown of kind of where they're from and what they're fishing out of. So Dominic, will uh, kind of fill us in, man. Where do you, where are you from? What are you fishing in for 2023? So I live in the heart of uh, Koreatown, right next to Los Angeles downtown. Um, and well, what was the question again? Where I'm from and where else? <laughs> What what do you what where are you from and what do you fish out of? That's what we're wondering. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. So Los Angeles, and I fish out of the Take Two. Sweet. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a recreational boat, but fully customized to handle, you know, standing up, um, bow mount, XI three trolling motor in the front, D Pro batteries, live yeah. scope. But I want to. I want to go. You're pretty much standing up, break dancing in that thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got that. Like right. an aircraft carrier. Oh, yeah, I've dude. seen some shimmies. I don't know if it's break yeah. dancing, but I've seen some shimmies. Yeah. <laughs> I think I fell. Was it once or twice out of that boat already? Yeah, you posted something about that recently. Taking a little dive off that thing. <laughs> You guys like that one? That was good. It was honest. It was that honest. Was good. <laughs> yeah, never try to sit down on your camera pelican case while you're like checking on your motor and stuff. That's oh, what yeah. happened. That pelican case just tipped over a little bit, lost my balance in the bow, and then I just tipped over. But the water is like 79, 80 degrees. So it's. <laughs> No issue over here. A refreshing swim. <laughs> yeah. And your water's your water's colder than my water. That's crazy. Wait, how so, how warm is your water right now? Oh, we're probably we was probably eighty five over the weekend, but we're gonna have a stretch of days in the dang near close to a hundred. So I would say we'll get eighty eight, eighty nine by the end is of the it? week. Is your lake a marsh? Is it really shallow? No. Well, shallow in respects that it is your max depth is probably 40 feet in our biggest two lakes in southern Indiana. Okay. So I guess you would call that shallow. You get you get extremes then. You get you get snow or you get really extreme cold temperatures and hot temperatures. Yep, we're right in the middle. We're in the dead zone. Man. We have a cold front every day, so if you you just wait around a little bit and it'll change. Yeah, it sounds like Maine's weather. Up? Where are you guys from? Did you guys answer that question already? Yeah, they uh, have answered Maine. it, but they can still fill you in. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm uh, I'm from Canada, so uh, Cornwall, Ontario. Sweet. And yeah, I'm from L Lewiston, Maine, all the way over on the other side. Yeah, so we're, we're holding it down on the East Coast is what we're trying to tell you right now, okay? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I met a guy from Canada over at the last national championship for KBF. Yeah. I forgot his name, but I think he's on the Phil Free team. Yeah. Antoine. 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 He's from Quebec, Sherbrooke, Quebec. 
He's uh he made he made it on the Nerd. stage for the yeah, that's, yeah, Antoine. Yeah, Antoine. He's a hammer, dude. <laughs> He's a hammer up in Canada for sure. And then his buddy, what's his name again? Uh his buddy. Uh oh, um I forgot his name. He does a lot of filming for him, I think. I don't know. Uh, I met him. What was he? What was he fishing out of? A hobie. Fishing out of a hobie, yeah. Oh, um, it would have been uh, Adam Connor. Yeah, Adam Connor. He took the hook out. Yeah, there you go. On my finger, in my finger, you took the hook out at the national championship. That's how I met the Canadians at the gas station. Right on, man. That's, that's cool. Was it a Tim Hortons? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we like Starbucks too, okay? Yeah. We, we <laughs> got rid of all our Tim Hortons in Maine, damn. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like Tim Hortons. Uh, hey, uh, McDonald's coffee is pretty good too. Come on. <laughs> it, it's better in a jam, that's for sure. <laughs> it's better in a jam. If you got to have coffee, oh, the Golden Arches ain't a bad place to stop sometimes. Not at all, man. Not at all. Wait, can you speak but, uh, French? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't. Uh, I don't speak uh, too much French. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why do you speak French? No, because the Canadians um, that yeah. I met fishing on. Yeah, Antoine. He's yeah, and Antoine. He's from Sherbrooke, Quebec, which is uh, it's very they French. Yeah, it, yes, that's right. It's right. It's right, right, right above. And then um, uh, Adam Connor, he's he's on the Ontario side. So yeah, but yeah. No, you would know Antoine. Yes, he has a very uh, French uh, accent. Yeah. Yeah. I said I saw I um I was hearing him talk at iCast. Yeah. Was on IG. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, I know he's he's really doing a lot for the uh, the sport of kayak fishing up in Canada. Like, it's uh, he's a pretty influ- influential person, uh, you know, just for guys uh, fishing. He was actually at our uh, uh, charity event, uh, kayak fishing life charity event, which we raised uh, twenty seven thousand dollars for uh, the Children's Hospital of Eastern Ontario. Um, and Congratulations. Yes, oh, and awesome. also uh, Antoine, he uh, he's won it uh, two years in a row. That event, uh, it's it's a hundred percent nonprofit, so you know you, you, there's no pay, paycheck to be won. Uh, the only person winning a paycheck that day is uh, Chio, which is Children's Hospital of Eastern Ontario, because everybody there that day, uh, all the hundred anglers are all uh, being heroes for Chio. And um, yeah, no, a- Antoine, uh, he cu- he came out, and uh, yeah, he's uh, that guy's he's a machine, man. He's uh, he's a really he's a really good fisherman, and it's really cool seeing him, you know, um, venturing into the states and like like you said, like Bassmaster Classic. Uh, you know, he was on stage there with uh, you know a lot of the big guys, and also um, you know, being down at the KBF Nationals too, right? So, and I believe he was just down there for the, um, 
it would have been uh, the pan it, pan, uh, the black bass uh, one, I believe that was just down in Tennessee, okay. I believe in June. Okay, yeah, down in Team Ka uh, Jackson guys down there too on Team Canada, uh, Nate, Nate Connolly yep. and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, no, Antoine was part of that also. He, I believe, did very well down there too. So, yeah, yeah, we no. had a bunch of had a bunch of Jackson Nars at that event. Um, but yeah, the Chio thing. I mean, that even it's even recognizable. That's probably one of these Canadian tournaments I think that I know about is the is the Chio. I, I mean. Because it, it is such a huge draw, and you see so many pictures of it, and everybody's always talking about it. I mean, it's it's an amazing event, and it's for such a great cause. You guys crushed that thing. I mean, it's, uh, it's awesome. Thank you. Um, but seven thousand's uh, awesome. Yeah, no, I uh, no, I I really appreciate that, Chad. Um, that event is honestly is holds deeply to my heart. Um, that. I, like I've never personally been impacted to the point where I've, you know, brought my child. I have two kids at home where I've had to bring them to the CHEO, which is Children's uh, Hospital of Eastern Ontario. But um, I've heard stories. Uh, I have a neighbor whose son uh, spent many of his early years of his life there uh, battling cancer. And I still see that young guy every day out there uh, playing, having fun. Uh, smiling and it's because of that fantastic hospital and all the nurses all the staff and what not a better way is to get a group of guys together um, you know Aaron uh, who's also a member of team Jackson uh, that 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 guy there uh, I, I I don't think a lot of people understand like how much that guy puts his heart in, into it uh, you know that that's not just you know uh, two weeks before the event uh, you know he that man is hustling uh 365 days a year for this event and um when i was asked uh to join the coordinator staff as the volunteer coordinator um yeah i i i had i i couldn't say no like it's like there's so much positivity that comes from it and every year it just keeps getting bigger and it, we're on our third year and yeah, no, there's so many great individuals who volunteer. Um, like the list is like, is could go on forever that the sponsors like, you know, that come through and, but it's all these people there, kayak anglers, like positivity, like spreading the, the, the good of the sport and helping out like a hospital in Eastern Ontario. And we got guys coming from all demographics of Ontario and Quebec. And yeah, for one day to come out and fish and like, you know, they, everybody, we try to make sure everybody has a good time. And, you know, we, we, we even had the uh, newspaper come out and chat with us and yeah, no, at uh, that event. Uh, yeah. It's, it's so rewarding when you see that and you see all those people, you know, smiling, having a good time, laughing, clapping. And then you see, you know, how much you can do for such an amazing hospital, because, you know, there's so many people that just don't have that luckiness like we do, you know, unfortunately, there's a lot of people going through hard times, you know, and 
the people who go through hard times, you know, like kids, you know, like, you know, you thought COVID was bad. Well, you know, when you, you know, there's people that are like, that that's their home, you know, like that's those kids spend days, weeks there. And it's the staff members who go in the nurses and the doctors who are really, you know, they're, they're, they're the ones who are bringing these people up and they're holding them through the real tough times. And so if, if a bunch of kayak anglers can put it together and raise some money for Chio, then, you know, I am all for it. Like it is, uh, it, the whole staff of, you know, at the kayak fishing life, all the coordinators, everybody. And like Aaron, like he is, uh, it's an honor to call him a brother like he is uh he's a good friend and he's a brother to me he's a family man to me and he is he is like living and breathing you know kayak fishing and the positivity and is a true ambassador of the sport and why not bring even more positivity to it right so yeah no it uh it was really this year was amazing like i i don't really know what else to say about it uh how impressive i i was when i walked away that day when i like <laughs> packed up my car and you know it's like holy crap got home <laughs> like you should be tired you should go to bed and you're just like holy crap like we did it like you know like this is it so the ball doesn't stop it starts it starts rolling for next year right so and that's just a one-day event so <laughs> that's not that's awesome man that's not a you know a trail series or anything. It's a one day event, and we do have a, a, a series in, in in Canada too. We have Kayak Bass Canada, which is um, uh, like a KBF uh, Kayak Bass Fishing, which is K Kayak Bass Fishing uh, just in Canada. So yeah, KBC. So it is definitely, uh, and it's cool, you know. Like it's it's awesome to be involved in your communities, and you know. This is, you know, it's all about paying it forward, right? And we're going to help everybody out. Mm -hmm. and, you know, why not, uh, you know, it's just no different than somebody just, you know, talking fishing, right? Like, uh, we all love to talk fishing. If we're not fishing, we like to talk fishing. So, you know, do surround, your, surround yourself with the people with similar interests, right? You know, so. Yep, absolutely. So, Dominic, what's the, what do you guys, you fish Yakka Bass out in California, right? Uh, I fish yakka bass, some slain aiken, uh, some KBF monthly series. Uh, yeah, pretty much those those three. Um, yakka bass, I'm not I'm not fishing their circuit right now due to some unfortunate circumstances that happened at McClure. Um, my points. Uh, they didn't give me my points, so there was a whole debacle about it, and then I just chose not to continue with the season over there. Um, and then so I slid, switched to Slay Nation. So the, the whole West Coast is is up in flames right now. You know, we got tournament directors stealing money from um, Wild West kayak pro tour you know he up and sold the company and never paid anybody out and then you know we have another tournament director that was uh pretty much fired uh, from slay nation he was reported from another organization so 
right now I'm kind of like taking a break from fishing any organization right now just because California is the anglers are, are, are taking, you know, taking a toll in, in terms of all the damage and stuff. But uh, hopefully it gets all sorted out. And, you know, I did qualify for the Term of Champions for Slay Nation over at Clear Lake, California. So really looking forward to that. But meantime, you know, I'm just, I'm just going back to the basics, you know, just having fun trying to break a personal best you know tournament fishing is is not everything and uh, you know I think I think what touches me the most is breaking that personal best catching the biggest bass of my life yeah about that 25.75 I mean I don't know how you're gonna beat that <laughs> yeah you know like that, that, catching that 25.75 I won back-to-back Pro Series KBF tournaments. That's right. And I don't even care about that. I wow. like that that time when I caught that nine, almost nine and a half pounder on a rig that almost crossed twenty-six inches. That was a memory and a story that will last a lifetime. You know what I mean? Like. Who cares about all this tournament stuff <laughs> at the end of the day? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's cool and all, and winning is cool and all, but the stories, you know, trumple the the tournament winnings and the trophies and et cetera. Yeah. Right on. So we got a question from one Mr. Sheldon Grace, one of our uh, fellow JK team members here. Um, sounds like you guys mostly fish big water. He's a skinny water guy. He's if you've seen the Kusa X video, he's he's one of the father and son uh, Grace team uh, that's in the Kusa X video. He's interested to know what you guys think the strengths of fishing out of a kayak on a large body of water is compared to fishing in a big boat. I just i I find I can tuck in a lot more places than I than a big boat can. Um, I can get out of the elements rather faster than a well. I guess they with the motor they go a lot faster. I mean, I can I can tuck in and still be fishing and not have to get out of the way of anything coming in. Um, I also can get in the pads like right in the middle of the pads if I want to flip or if I want to use a frog. I can get right in there and not have to worry about getting anything in the motor or having to do anything. I can just pull my motor up and paddle in there. So it's it's a little more diverse for me. Besides, I like being by myself. I don't like have anybody else in the boat with me. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I uh, I definitely think uh, you know there's a lot of the those big bass boats like they're cool. They, you know, you can zip up and down the lake all you want, and you know it's it's neat. But when you are able to like get into spots and be able to like work that kayak through, and then you know, you got these guys in the bass boats and they're like, it's just like, hmm, how is he getting in there? And, you know, they're just like, okay, maybe I can try and sneak in there too. And, you know, like there's not a chance that they're going to be able to make it in. Um, yeah, no, I, you know, it's kind of like 
being able to just like you said like you can really sneak into those spots like especially with like you know like for instance pads or like getting in between like you know the grass you know uh going you know falling yourself in through uh you know the flats and yeah no i uh that's there's a lot of points too where you know it, yeah it does really you know this is definitely depth but you know you'll have those spots where you know you know a lot of big rocks and stuff sticking out that yeah a lot of guys with boats aren't going to really want to go through and that's just structure that they're you know not really going to be able to fish around um but yeah no i think that's a that's a kind of cool question to to definitely answer on that one yeah definitely um to piggyback what he said like i i don't care like i'm banging up my kayak i'm getting to that spot i'm crashing the bank I'm working a foot off the bank. My trolling motor's hitting the, the gravel. Like, you could be really stealthy, too. Like, there's so many times where I'm pitching. I'm not even pitching. I'm just, like, letting my bait fall at the end of my boat, the tip of my rod, and I'll catch a fish right underneath my boat. There's so many times. But with the bass boat, I'm pretty sure, you know, it's not as stealthy you, as you can be in a kayak. And, and like you said, like, no one wants to bang their fiberglass bass boat. No. <laughs> yeah. you, you can see it, too, right, when they cut through the grass because they leave this, like, stretch. And you can see, like, he's like, the one guy's like, oh, yeah, I see where he went through. And then he's like, yeah, well, he had to stop at that point because he can't, he just, he can't go anymore. You know, you get stuck or whatnot. And then, you know, you just continue on, you know, and it's like. They work hard at it, you know, Chad. I'm sure. I'm sure even yourself too, Chad. Like, you know, you're 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 seeing it on both sides, the boat side and you know Tuesday night boat series, and then you know going out in your kayak. You know, I think you, you'd even have an even greater answer to all of this because you you're doing it both ways. You know, yeah. Well, and and for me, you know, it's the boat is the boat is super noisy. Um, I hear every you know just from being in a kayak so much and, and being out there by yourself where it's quiet and you, you're really alone with your thoughts where you can hear yourself think um <clears throat> when you're in a boat you and, and you get back in a boat uh you realize how how noisy that is and how big of a impression that's making i mean it it makes a big impression on the water just the the pumps running the trolling motor running i mean everything is working in use and you hear it all kick on you know the trim the tilt comes up you got to raise your motor up to get over this log or through the grass and i mean you you hear everything on a big boat um, whereas if you're if you're cruising up you don't make as big as an impression like <clears throat> what chris was saying you want to cruise up through the pads well with the mark four for example i will kick it up um and go I like to call four wheel drive where the drive is tucked up underneath the boat and I can grab my paddle and I can ease my way through an area. Um, two, I think, you know, when you look at a spot, you'll fish it. We've had areas where I can go out and I can blast a four pound fish in my kayak. And I know that there's fish there. I can go catch them. But the second we go in there with a the boat, it's like that boat makes such an impression on the water that it just, it turns them off. You you can watch them on um, live image. You can watch the fish sink down. They, they know that something's there. 
the closer that boat gets to him, you just watch them lower. Um, and they'll go belly to the bottom. But, um, you know, with a kayak, it doesn't seem like it's as bad. Um, it's just, a, like I said, it's it's just a less of an impression on the water. And you can really sneak up on fish. I think you can, I mean, that play of color looks like the sky, in my opinion. And, you know, you'll have but you'll have fish come up just about to the side of it and kiss it before they realize that, oh, that's, that is not what we thought it was. And they'll, <laughs> they'll jet and bail. I mean, it's just, to me, I think it, it's all about the smaller impression. And, you know, especially when you get into a lot of the lakes right now, since COVID, we've seen a big influx of pressure. High school fishing tournaments, we've seen a big influx of pressure. There's there's just more been more people fishing. There's been more tournaments on the water than what we've ever seen before, especially as kayak fishing has grown. We're guilty of it, too. Um, oh, yeah. we're, we're adding to that number just like the high school kids are. You know, you take everybody that had a boat that was the only people that was fishing the big tournaments now you've added two different things with kids and you've added you know kayak anglers out there so i think having that smaller impression on the water allows you to maybe sneak through there a little bit better and not be so detected by the fish it's just it's just a quieter way to fish i mean if you're familiar and i know sheldon is familiar with bow hunting it's very similar in that aspect you know you're just it's less of an impression on the water. And that's yeah. my long-winded story. No, I, I think that's a good answer right there. <laughs> that's a good answer. I like that. So with that being said, I we're getting here about an hour and 20 minutes in. So I'm going to kind of let you guys go through, tell everybody where to find you on the socials, thank the sponsors that you want to thank, and we'll kind of close this deal out for tonight. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, no. Um, <clears throat> on the socials, uh, yeah, no, it's uh, Pross85. Uh, I'm on Instagram. Uh, TikTok is uh, Adam F. Pross. And then Facebook is Pross, uh, Adam Fraser Pross. Uh, what I want to thank uh, my family, uh, everybody. Uh, thank you for supporting me, letting me do what I love. Uh, my kids, my wife, they're, they're definitely, um, huge supporters and I, I can't do it without them. Um, I also, you know, my heart is, you know, Jackson. So, uh, yeah, no, I really thank Jackson kayaks for, uh, giving me this fine opportunity to really help spread all the positivity that, uh, that brand brings. And, uh, yeah, no, the guys at the kayak fishing life and all the, everybody uh thank you for coming out and hanging out and listening and yeah i know it was thank you for having me tonight and it was really cool chatting with you guys so yeah um you can find me on instagram as uh it's it's the initials for maine but it's me underscore yak underscore bassin um facebook it's just my name i don't really have a fishing platform there um yeah i, I same with Adam. I, I thank my family for allowing me to get to uh, well to join me and 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 allow me to do what I do uh, on a weekly basis. Uh, just going out fishing. Um, I'm very new to the Jackson team, but I I love it already. You guys have been super awesome and supportive. Um, I missed Adam the fifteenth. I was supposed to go up to Vermont, but was unable. I had previous plans, but hope to get to a couple of Jackson things next year. Um, yes, that'd and be then cool. my. Uh, yeah, so 
And my other sponsors, uh, FX Rods, they're the, the ones I use the most. They're, they're the only rods I use. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I appreciate you having us on tonight. Cool. Uh, social media, Double Digit Angler for everything, Instagram and YouTube. And uh, I would like to thank myself. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Number one fan, number one fan. <laughs> Is it the pat on the back? Yeah, 100%. 100%. When you catch fish like that, you got bragging rights, you know? Yeah, no yeah, yeah. I mean, we, I mean, at the end of the day, we all work hard to fish, you know what I mean? And if we don't work hard, we can't fish, period. So everybody should pat yourself on the back. Um, I got to thank Jackson. You guys are – it's always a friendly conversation. If anything, um, probably one of my most positive experiences with a uh, partnership. <laughs> you just dropped uh, about. <laughs> you <laughs> <laughs> my interrupted me. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, she's calling me, but I, I just hit that end button. But yeah, I want to thank Jackson. Uh, very positive, uh, I would say, positive relationship. And Dustin and Chad have been great for bringing me on the team. And 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 I, I got, I got, I got to thank Dustin for checking up once in a while, giving me a call. Um. He's, he's one of the best team managers by far. And um, I got to thank Z-Pro, of course. If, if, it, if it weren't for Z-Pro's help, I probably wouldn't fish any tournaments this year. And, uh, you know, my girlfriend, she has a lot of patience for me. But, shoot, at the end of the day, pat yourself on the back. <laughs> <laughs> right on, dude. Absolutely. Absolutely. Work so hard, play the, hard, right? Work hard, that's fish right. hard. That's, that's what it's all about, man. That's what it's all about. <laughs> yeah. That, guys, so true. We got we to gotta thank uh, Jackson Kayak, uh, Orion Coolers. Check us out, jacksonkayak.com. Remember, Orion Rock, save yourself 5% on a Jackson or on an Orion Cooler. An Orion Cooler. They come full of ice and all kinds of stuff if you. Pick it up and then go to the gas station. Um, oh, so yeah, Orion Rock Zebra. Well I forgot to thank Orion yeah. Cool too, but yeah, they yeah. they're great at transporting birthday cakes as well. Birthday cakes. <laughs> all right, drinks. <laughs> all Next purchases. You should get an Orion Cooler. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm definitely getting one. <laughs> <laughs> Zipro Lithium. Obviously, we thank Zipro here at uh, the Orion Podcast Network. Uh, without them, you know, like Dominic, it uh, they make things happen for us, keep us charged, keep us powered. Uh, Cast King Rods and Reels. Uh, appreciate the heck out of them this year. They've uh, they've kept things going as well. And then obviously Basco Basco Clothing. Check them out. BascoFishing.com. Yeah, that's it, guys. And we will see you on the next one two weeks from now. Which is the day of, what is it? It's the 10th. We're back on Thursdays, the 10th of August. We'll see you guys back here 
the Doc Talk Podcast, part of the Orion Network. Thanks for watching. Bye. Do, do, do.